Five yeah. percent. Right. Percent. I'm so right. lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show. Five p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, uh, da, 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 da. Uh, let's watch full length. Oh, wait, let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See, uh, see you next month. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with the white interior. I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in it on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday, number two. On the freeway. Hey, it's two o'clock. It's like some call me Tim, AltaCast stuff here at MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. I'm joined by Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth. Good afternoon. Yes. Uh, 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 uh. We've learned important lessons. Uh, everyone has COVID. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Everybody's is everyone Everybody dying? Has AIDS. Everyone has AIDS. 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 Your brother, your mother, your sister, your everyone has AIDS. AIDS. If anybody remembers <laughs> Team America World Police. Always. That was um, God, I love that movie so much. I, I haven't watched it. It's so you know, long. it's on Netflix right now. Or oh. is it on is it on Amazon or Netflix? Either way I saw it. I didn't rewatch it, but I was about to. Because I one of my favorite songs is um I need you like Ben Affleck needs acting school. <laughs> and that's an awful lot, girl. I need you like Google Gooding needed a bigger part. I He's way better that. than that film and that. I need to rewatch that. That you know what's so funny? That came out what in 04 and that movie would not be able to be made in today's society. Why would you say that? Because they'd get canceled? Because of puppets having sex? Oh well no, that everybody has a oh, which I is believe hilarious. there is a bunch of F bombs in there. Oh yeah. Well yeah. They, it's like there's there's crazy puppet sex. But but the difference between them using the F bombs, they were kind of taking the word away from the the evilness of it mm-hmm. so well one of the most amazing things about team america world police and i challenge you to watch it again is the set design so these are all puppets they're actual marionettes that are like two feet tall or something like 24 inches or whatever so they literally built these mini sets for this entire movie to have them like dance around and when they're opening scene when they're in uh, france all of the <laughs> All of the bricks are shaped like little croissants. So, and, and when they're in Panama, all of the trees, the palm trees, are made out of dollar bills. I just remember the part in France where everything blows up. Oh, yeah, they blow the... It, they're like, we're saving the world! Ruin the Eiffel Tower! Knock everything over. Do you think they're... Durka, 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 durka. Durka, 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 Did you go to Durka, 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 do you think someone should come out like I guess like maybe in the next five to ten years someone makes like a COVID musical? Oh my God! The Delta. Sure, uh, it know, would be down uh, by the Delta. That's would, actually a real. That movie, would be but. a song. There would also be, there would also be, um, um, yeah. ride, r- ride the butts and touch your face, touch your face. We're going to a crowded place, a crowded, crowded place. place. Oh, There's nice. no need to wash your hands. Wash your hands. Coronavirus is <laughs> not a scam. <laughs> Is that my, like my, my Sharona? My Corona. Yeah. I like that. It'll be. We have to turn tragedy into comedy. I, so. I got it. I mean, well, the thing is that 
everyone's got it. I mean, I in the past two days, I've had like three people say, I've got it. And I'm like, oh, oh holy fuck. shit. Like one of my buddies, he was here on Monday. And I'm like, uh-oh. But I don't know how fast it's transferable or what's going on or if you're vaxxed and what the symptoms are like when you're vaxxed yeah. versus the symptoms when you're not. Like, I know. My, I, are the, <clears throat> let, let me look up some stats. We'll look up some. My uh, significant other, he, he's been vaccinated since April, but he's been feeling ill. And he went to a office picnic uh, about a couple weeks ago. And supposedly someone from a different office got sick so um he got tested today so because he's not feeling good so hopefully he is not the outbreak monkey in the house uh hopefully i'm not going to get anything but it was a couple weeks ago like how long does it take to incubate well i uh, guess it's 14 days is it 14 oh. or seven days i think it's 14 14 days yeah so it's been oh shit yeah four, so four, after you're exposed to 14 days you start to so show symptoms is that what happens I, I believe so yeah i mean the good thing is he's been vaccinated but the of course the illness part and the the feeling of the unknown so with that being said he got tested today so he should be hearing something either by today or friday because tests are pretty quick now yeah but yeah it, it's freaking me out are you leaving oh bye jonathan jonathan ciao baby Thanks for the mammograms. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> instead of thanks for the memories. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I was like, is that's that a like a boob touching joke? Yeah, it's a it's a random. But yeah, that's kind of got me freaked out too because though we are vaccinated, now it's the fact that we were going maskless for a period of time. Everything's opened up. I what still the fuck? Why did we go maskless? Why didn't we just keep the masks on? I still don't understand that. I don't, I, I would be, I, listen, I'm all for masks and I just don't want to shut down again. I know. Well, I just, at least I, all of my shows are outdoor shows. Yeah. And even for the festival, everything's outdoor and I'm just rolling with it because people are still going to want to do things outdoors and we were doing it before and it was safe and nobody had sickness. We were all fine. We were just outside and now all of a sudden it's like, what? What's going on? Well, don't we forget Lollapalooza just ended. So that was a three-day festival that happened in Chicago. I think I mentioned that last week. And then before that was the Rolling Loud Festival that was in Florida. Because we're in festival season. And so, let's see. We have, there's a festival that's happening in Vegas. Um, and then there's another festival happening in New York. So I don't know how I feel about going to a festival. I wouldn't want to do that. I don't want to because a lot of these festivals they're asking the one in Lollapalooza I know they were asking for people to have their car their vaccination cards sure. but then there are people that were falsifying those vaccination what? cards and so but there were people that got arrested the, um, the ones that you could tell they were false but still those who Why still would you have a false vax card because you know what these white wi right wingers sorry Fordian slip again it doesn't make sense because all you're endangering is yourself if you choose to be not believe in science and not get vaccinated, and then you choose to go do a group activity, the only one you can hurt is yourself. Like, but you're, they don't you're gonna care. But they don't care about themselves. They I mean, don't. Obviously, you remember hmm. they don't care about grandma and Paul Paul. I mean, these are the same hmm. people that are so selfish that you've heard. You still have these stories of people fighting over mask indoors. Like, come on. I, I just don't understand. Like, like every week we have to have this discussion about the retardation of 
people. I just, yeah, I I'm fine with everything being outside. I like it. I don't mind. I prefer it, actually. Now, because I'm used to it. But and then, I like being outside. It makes me feel like I'm in Europe. I like it. I mean, yeah, because it's nice. Thank God it's summertime. Yeah. But, I mean, then comes fall when everything gets a little bit colder in their yeah. other parts of the country. But, I mean, but we still have people traveling in and out. Right. And that's the other thing is, why have we not been asking for vaccination cards to fly on a plane? Because that's the thing. If you're going to make, if you're going to be stupid and you're not going to get it done, then, you know, then you don't get to go to the bars. You don't get to go to Lollapalooza. You don't, it's like... Hey, I'm sorry, but that, but then it's like it's fashion because it's like for your own protection. But if you're gonna, I mean, we have to protect people from themselves because they're stupid. Is that, is that fascism kind of? I mean, I get, I'm, here's the thing. Like, here's, you know, I get the f- point of like, you know, I'm not for this because religious reasons or I just don't believe in science, whatever. But here's the, <laughs> but here's the part. Um, this, this is serious. To me, in my opinion, it's more airborne in contrast to what the AIDS epidemic was. It's airborne. It's airborne. And, don't, and, and it's like, AIDS at least, it's you have to have sex. like Or eject needles or blood transfusion. Right, it's like way harder to get. You can't, I remember the 21 Jump Street, you can't get it from a toilet seat. <laughs> like you have to, do you remember the so 21 classic, Jump Street? I do, yeah. I do, oh my God. Oh my God, they're just gonna sit on the toilet seat. And then Johnny Depp at the end stands up and goes, you can't transfer, like you gotta stop. Stigma against us. He got it through a blood transfusion. He's not, and even if it, it, it didn't, I I hate the stigma that it put on on gay people. It it's, 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 it's an everybody disease. It still has that stigma. But now, I mean, we're 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 at the point of like, no, we actually have like Black Death, literally part part two, Electric Boogaloo. Right. And I mean, at least with the Spanish flu back in the, what, 1918? 1918, yeah. yeah. So that lasted till t- uh, 1921. I'm sure with those people, they were like, well, let me put on something. A lot of people died, but they didn't have the technology and the media propaganda well, as and much. Well, and people didn't wash their hands as much back then. That's true. Like, there just, there wasn't, that wasn't something people did, I don't right. think, unless you were rich. So uh, the death toll right now in San Francisco is holding fast at... 562, no changes over the past couple days. We are up 121 cases, though, in the city. And I know there's more than that because I know personally two people right now. Do they, uh, are they vaccinated or have they been getting tested? Yeah, they're vaccinated. Yeah. But they showed, the problem was they started showing symptoms. And so they're like, oh, and all of a sudden it came on me. I'm like, sick. I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, I just don't want to get sick. I mean. (laughs) No, either do I. I hate getting sick. It's the worst. And what scares me is that, okay, so I don't know if I'm 100%. I have to make sure. But even if you are vaccinated, I know you have a a mild uh, percentage of getting hospitalized and, you know, fatality. But what I'm worried about the aftermath of, like, what cases, like, or not what cases, but what's going to happen to my health after I get sick? Will I have like you know hard trouble with breathing right will i ever get my sense of smell back Back. taste back etc yeah it's like i and it it supposedly it lasts it stays with you and something happens and i don't know oh look at the spiking Uh so um okay so big spike it's going it's going back up is that the right there well this right here so um, January 12th was the biggest spike that we had at the, at the top of the, and that was because it was right after Christmas and right after New Year's. 
And actually, January 12th is 12 days after New Year's. So people were most likely going out for New Year's. And then it went drastically lower. And then we opened up, which was great. And now it's climbing again. So as of July, as of, let's see, I'm trying to move my mouse, sorry. As of July 30th, or is that August 1st? Can I see August 1st, please? August 2nd, daily cases, 2,248. So there are 2,248 cases today. Yesterday. Damn! People be getting sick, yo. This is like we're at the we're at we're at the same peak that we were um, kind of at the beginning of the first. Yeah, this was the first big peak was in August twelfth of twenty twenty, and that. So last year, exactly at this time, we had another spike, probably because. That was I around. Don't know. Was, oh, was that uh like around Labor Day? Because that was around was the before fires. Labor Day. Fires, huh? No, because Labor Day weekend is when the fires and stuff. That was after Labor Day weekend, so everything was still kind of closed. Yeah, everything August, was closed. I don't know why. I don't why. remember really going anywhere until honestly, like October, November. Right. November, I think, is when dining outside began. So, huh? Maybe right. it was people still traveling. Well. In August last year, I was still doing, I was doing shows at Asiento, so they'd opened up. I'm just trying to, it's so, I smoke so much pot, it's hard to remember anything. But, uh, <laughs> these COVID times, it's what happened? I don't remember. Well, the numbers are growing, and that's scary, and I just, I'm, I, I've shown my Vax card everywhere I've gone in the past, I mean, I've been performing every night, so. Oh, have you been to places where they ask you? Yeah, um, OMG yesterday. Oh, cool. Okay. For open mic at six o'clock because it's inside. To buy your drink, he makes you show your Vax card. So he doesn't card you at the door, but he asks that you have masks on inside. And then he won't sell you a drink unless you show him your card because that means your mask would come off. Ah, that's actually really <laughs> smart. I haven't been to a place uh, where they've asked for cards. I haven't been anywhere. Then yesterday at Merchant Saloon, I had a set at night, and it was really good. And thank you, Adam Close. And they had a show of Vax cards to go inside. So start carrying that bad boy, in other words. Or you um, just take a picture of it with your phone. They're, they're fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Well, wouldn't that be kind of scary, though, too? If I, I mean, I think about the big picture. I mean, like, I know I'm honest Why would it? anybody fake it? I just There's can't understand. So you, dude, these are the same people that will f don't want to wear a mask. Why would you not want to wear a mask? Right. It's the same reason. Like, why would you fake your vaccine card? Like, that means you're that much of an evil person. Like, you're willing to get someone sick or and yourself and then your family just it, because you want to uh, uh, FOMO. Fear Here's two days out. ago. Yes, it's legal for restaurants and bars to require proof of vaccination for service. I mean, straight up. That's, there's not, it's, did somebody say like, oh no. Barrier bars and restaurants that require proof, proof of vaccination. That happened a week ago. Five days ago, hundreds of San Francisco bars now requiring proof of vaccination. Let's see how many. Oh, by the way, New York State just finally made it uh you have to have your uh vaccine car in the whole state of new york wow but we're going to talk about new york state real soon we got to talk about that cuomo oh yeah 
Um, how old is how old is this one? Let's see. Uh, I'm not going to read that one. That was I think that's the one that we had from before. But this is yes, it's legal. I'm fine with. Yes, it's illegal for restaurants and bars to require proof of vaccination for customers, and here's why. And then a growing number of barrier restaurants and bars are asking patrons to show their vaccine cards before entering, leading some online backlash and confusion on the practice's legality. Can restaurants legally require their employees and customers to be vaccinated? The short and simple answer is yes. There are a few caveats, and no, they aren't related to the false notion that businesses requiring customers to show proof of vaccination constitutes a health insurance portability and accountability acts violation. The Chronicle interviewed two legal experts, Dorit Rice of UC Hastings College of the Law and David Studdard of Stanford University to explain. While the focus of these conversations was on restaurants, the same legal perspective can be applied to other private businesses that are considering requiring proof of vaccination, such as movie theaters and performing arts venues. Wow. Some government entities have announced mandates that employees get vaccinated. Is it legal for private businesses like a restaurant to do the same? Generally, yes. In fact, you may be required because employers have an obligation to create a safe workspace, said Stuttered. What if a restaurant worker with religious beliefs or rare health condition that prevent them from being vaccinated? These are the two key exemptions. Legally, restaurants must seek out a reasonable accommodation for such employees. That said, the number of people who are truly medically exempt from, the, from these particular vaccines is extremely small. Restaurants are more likely to encounter someone who claims a religious exemption, which must be evaluated on a case-by-case -case basis. It's tricky because the employer can't make a judgment on whether the religious belief is reasonable, only that it's sincere, according to Rice. Determining a reasonable accommodation in a restaurant setting is also tricky. In a hospital, an employer might move a nurse to a desk job away from patients, but desk jobs allow for isolation don't typically exist in restaurants. Instead, a restaurant may have to allow for making masking and regular COVID-19 testing. What if the restaurant is unionized? The union would have to agree to the vaccination mandate before the restaurant could implement it. If I'm an unvaccinated delivery driver with DoorDash, can restaurants demand to see my vaccination card before I pick up food? That's a contract issue, according to Rice. The, con the restaurant and contracting company would first have to come up to a written agreement, and the same applies to businesses that may send someone into a restaurant, such as produce vendors. Can restaurants legally require customers to be vaccinated? Yes. A privately owned business is allowed to set its own rules as long as it's not violating any laws. If a restaurant requires diners to show proof of vaccination consistently, it's in the clear. Discrimination would only surface, say, if a restaurant only asked people of color to show their vaccination cards. The business could also get in trouble if asked for proof some days, but not others. Some major institutions like New York's, New York's Broadway have announced they're requiring proof of vaccination for audience members while hospitality is a different industry. These examples set a strong precedent for restaurants, according to Stuttered. What if I'm a diner with a religious belief that prevent me from being vaccinated? Can a restaurant not let me in? You don't have a good legal claim. Think the vaccination requirement as a dress code. If you're wearing shorts and the restaurant has a formal dress code, you're not getting inside regardless of your religious beliefs. <laughs> the restaurant doesn't have to serve you. They can not let you in because they don't like your hairstyle or they think your shirt is too blue, Rice said. 
What if I'm a diner with a medical condition that prevents me from being vaccinated? Because of the Americans with Disabilities Act, the restaurant would need to seek reasonable accommodation for you. But it's not clear what would count. Offering outdoor dining or takeout instead might work. However, not all restaurants are set up with takeout or outdoor dining. And it's and it's possible a court would still side with the restaurant. The reasonable relates to the feasibility of the accommodations too. A court cares about whether this is something that can be done, Stuttered said. Instead, Rice said accepting a negative COVID-19 result is probably a reasonable accommodation that would apply to any restaurant. I'm fully vaccinated, but my 10-year-old kid is not. Can restaurants ban my family from entering? <laughs> yes! Unlike race or sexuality, there are no legal protections for someone's young age. You can discriminate against children, Rice said. It seems a little unfair, but you can. <laughs> so there you go. That's why it's legal. So when you're when you're bitch bitch bitching outside the bar and you go, I mean, I can't. They're not letting me in. This is segregation. Yeah, like, what are you doing? This is like slavery in the Holocaust. Yeah, it's like go get vaccinated then. If you want to, if you want to. Going out to a bar is a privilege, not a right. Exactly. Going out to restaurants is a privilege, not a right. Yeah. I mean. I will say the part where, you know, where if it's a medical condition, it does get tricky. But, I mean, that's when you go and check with your doctor and what have you. And get a note. And get a note and what have you. Get a note from your doctor. and, and, And just test, COVID test and show a negative test. It's not that tough. Yeah, I mean, that, maybe there's a way. I mean, those people I would really feel sorry for because of their medical condition and what yeah. have you. But that's when you get your doctor. I was also reading this week, too, since a lot of the uh, bars here in uh, SF have decided to do the vaccination card, uh, they have been leaving bad Yelp reviews. What? Oh, yes. I think About it's, COVID? Like being like, no, I need to show my vaccination card. Uh, bad, bad Yelp. Cafe Vesuvio, I believe. Oh, uh, got my buddy some, works there. Uh, got some bad reviews. What? because, And some of these people have had not uh, even been to the place. So I'm, I got to find the, uh, wow. the article. Uh, here is it. Bad Yelp reviews. See, this is why Yelp sometimes just sucks. I, I I use Yelp, but I don't use it for reviews. So here it is. So this is out of the SF Eater. Um, one star Yelp reviews hit SF bars and restaurants requiring proof of vaccination. Um, so a small growing number of bars and the restaurants, you know, that have opened are, are recommending uh, these bars to carry their cards with you. And so, oh, here's one of my favorite the uh alambic we know oh, that uh-huh, is uh-huh. okay so this is one of them the craft cocktail bar on the hate was one of the first establishments to implement a proof of vaccination policy in san francisco the alambic open reopened its store drinking uh, drinking doors on june 15th and that at the same time decided to ask drinkers to show their proof of vaccination hell yeah if drinkers did not have their card on them staff would accept a photo if drinkers declined to share proof the staff would uh, still offer them a seat outside in the bar's parklet. Hey, you still get yeah, that. Still that. There you uh, go. And then owner Kristen Evans said that she put the word out in the neighborhood so rigors can be caught up and wouldn't be surprised. Um, as early as July, the restaurant started to get one-star Yelp reviews, oh. which have now reached a total of eight. Although some appear to be from the same users. Oh. The first was from a Yelper who did not mention the visiting the bar. And only had the proof. Uh, only the proof of vaccination policy writing. Here we go with this bullshit. Quote, uh, quote. Apparently now the owners are from Nazi Germany. What? Here we. Go. 
Here we, oh, we're going to get into that shit after this. Evan said that she reported the review and Yelp took it down within, but the Yelper did post again. So that's one. And then she's also saying that certain anti-vaxxers have been comparing their experience to the Holocaust, claiming that they have been segregated and discriminated against. Actually, the Holocaust, they murdered a lot of people. So I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm flabbergasted You're, at, the, at the comparison. Oh, they, oh slave and, slavery and the Holocaust are the two things in Jim Crow. It's the oppression Olympics for these people. This is how it's the all The oppression too. Olympics. Um, a second Yelper who mentioned his, uh, who did mention uh, his experience visiting the bar said the bar is discriminating based on medical history. Evans kept uh, flagging these reviews. Yelpers kept reposting. This is what Christ Kristen Evans, ugh. There is one, a, a new type of one-star reviewer on Yelp. The person who wants to protest protective health measures. So, and then there, there was one, including Cafe Vesuvio, uh, where they started getting uh, bad Yelp reviews. And then um, I like what she said here. Uh, the owner of uh, Cafe Vesuvio, uh, owner Janet Clyde, says even tourists have been understanding. One young man tested text uh his out-of-state mom to send a photo of his card which the bar happily accepted within the past week vesuvio has received 11 one-star reviews Aww. several do not mention visiting the bar only the policy and use an anti-semite language what Clyde's, mm -hmm. clyde said she hasn't had time to report reviews as she's focusing on reopening her business although it appears that other users have as about half about half have been removed by violating Yelp's terms of services. This yeah. is Clyde's statement. We are not responding to internet troll reviews, Clyde says. Our policy is our policy. It's there to protect our staff, families, and our patrons as well. That policy is not desirable. If you don't like it, you you don't have to come. A gin and tonic is not as important to someone's health. Exactly. And then there's vegan picnic on Polk and and then there's a place uh, in Berkeley called Berkeley side. So yeah. Wow. So yeah. So now we have the trolls out. It's crazy. Uh, so this, these are the SF stats right now. The seven day rolling average new cases per day is 219 cases per day. There's currently 98 hospitalizations. And as of today, 70% of San Francisco is vaccinated. So that's great. 70%. 70%. That's great. And I mean, I've seen them ro rolling around the tenderloin with the j j getting everybody just yeah. saying, "Hey, let's vaccinate you. Let's get keep you safe." My local Walgreens and the food co. Like I said, I think I talked about that uh, last week. They're doing it like in the parking lot and 99, 99 spots here in the city. But come on, the the here's I, I like. I want to see this. I've never seen this before. COVID nineteen case maps. The oh, um, I didn't realize. This map shows cases confirmed in San Francisco in the last two months. Neighborhoods with new cases, higher case rates are darker blue. Neighbor, okay. <gasps> Look at the Bayview, motherfucking Bayview, is really a lot. My my neighborhood, Tia, or let's see, Bayview Hunters Point. They they have the most. Bayview Hunters Point, one hundred and fifteen. Uh, South Market 85, Castro 82, Western Edition 81, Japantown 73, Potrero Hill 73, Visitation Valley 72, Financial District South Beach 68, Bernal Heights 66, Hayes Valley 66, Mission 63, 
Mission Bay, 63. Tenderloin, 63. Everyone's Eight Ashbury, 60. Pacific Heights, 55. Ocean View, Merced, Ingleside, 53. Portola, 53. North Beach, 50. Keeping it down. <sighs> Can I just rant on my neighborhood? Please, please. Really, for about 60 seconds, because there is no fucking reason why in my neighborhood that we should have the highest cases. You know why? Because it's free. Because in my neighborhood, there's they have a COVID test set up at several health centers. Uh, the South Side Health Center, which is free, and they also have free testing. The Walgreens, uh, the food code that I just mentioned. There's several places. Look at that in dark. My so the dark blue is the dark, and it's all Bayview. Yeah, with the most. It's with the from most the, from the past too. I mean. I mean, and and here's the thing. <laughs> Because my neighborhood is actually really diverse. So it is mostly black, Latino, and Asian. So this is great. Here's, well, let's break it down. Rate okay. ethnicity, COVID-19 population characteristics. San Francisco COVID-19 case data, including age, race, sexual orientation, and homelessness status. Let's go. Uh, race or ethnicity. COVID-19 has harmed communities of color more than any other group surprised this is a result of institutionalized racism and structural inequities there is no biological or genetic difference in COVID-19 risk by race in general people of different races engage in the same prevention measures uh, all right so percentage of cases and uh, by population uh, race and ethnicity all right so Asian uh, is uh, Hispanic Latino is is the most. Uh, oh, I see. Percent of population. Percent of cases. Percent of population. So the second bar is. The f okay, I see. I, I'm sorry. It's hard to read their. It's hard to understand their, their thing. Map. Yeah. Their so map. Asians, total cases seven thousand four hundred twenty-seven. Percent of so it's seventeen percent of all the cases are Asian. The deaths have been two ten. Percent of deaths, 37%. Percent of SF population, 34%. I see what's happening. So, and um, black or African-American, 2,966 cases, which is 7.2% of all the cases. 46 deaths, which is 8.1% dying. Wow, so the 37% of the Asians died, but only 8% of black people died that had it. And they're 5% of the population. Hispanic. Total cases, 15,937, uh, which is 38% of the cases. 115 deaths, uh, 20, so 20% 20 of them died, and they're 15% of the population. Wow. Why was there such a bigger population of them dying from it? I, that's so f weird to me that the Asians and the Hispanics. So, so with the – here, let me scroll down like this. So with, with – only 8% of the people who had cases died that were black. But 37% of the cases that were Asian died. That's almost 40% of the people that got it died that were Asian. That's wow. And that so no, uh, no, Native, Amer no Native Americans died. That's cool. More indigenous because they killed them off. Um, and then I kind of want to see the white. Oh, the white numbers. Here we go. White people. Uh, white women. So 9,902 cases, um, with 100 and which is 23% of the population, white people, uh, 161 deaths, 28% died, 
and they are we're forty percent of the population. Wow. So the so highest we're forty percent of the population, but we're only twenty three percent of the cases. So the huh. highest was the Asian. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I bet you it's probably elderly too. Mm-hmm. All the old Asian people died. Um, and Native American or Pacific Islanders case rates by they they were the highest. Native American or Pacific. Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander. That's so weird. Oh, wow. Um, case rate, 1,147. Total cases, five. Anyways, it's hard for me to understand what, 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 they're, what they're doing. Anyway, this is crazy. So that means possibly, you know, like I said, with the Bayview, because there is a large influx of, like I said, black, Asian, and uh, Latin this is a result of institutionalized racism and structural inequities. All right, that's why people died yeah. because there's maybe because there's so many Asians living together. I think there's something. there's that, um, like and then there's I think family. there's also language barriers as well too. Oh. But I mean, I won't I wouldn't even want to say language barrier because I I don't I think I think you're right about uh, the whole living situation because yeah. I last year in Marin County. There was a story because uh, there's a part of Marin County that is a large Latin, uh, 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 lower middle class Latin community over there. And a lot of people were getting it spread because of, you know, you had, you know, abuela, abuelo, tio, tia, madre, papa, and all the primas and everybody living under one roof. And they're all working or going to school all over the place. And then they bring it home. So that, I mean, what you're saying right there, especially with the Asian community, because I do live like with, you know, and in families where, you know, there's grandma and grandpa and stuff. Yep. So that is quite possible. Everyone's living together. Dogs yeah. and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Um, I'm interested in this too. COVID-19 in single room occupancies in SROs. Oh, that would be your neighborhood. <laughs> Pandemics exploit the existing inequities in our society. Read more how systematic racism is closely linked to housing. A single-room occupancy hotel, SRO, is a building with six or more rooms attached with a shared bathroom. Kitchens and living spaces. Shared spaces risk spreading infection because residents cannot isolate or quarantine. Residents of SROs are vulnerable to COVID-19 because of these shared spaces. The city is prioritizing health and safety for these residents. The dashboard shows the number of COVID cases, uh, SRO, blah, blah, blah. So total cases in SRO residents, 1,310, 25 total deaths. That's not that much. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, it sucks to live in an SRO, but... Oh, what, what's this? What's this thing? Cumulative SRO cases per day. So 1,310 people that live in SROs. That's, I mean, I guess it's a lot, but... I'm still disappointed about my neighborhood. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just... It just sucks because I don't... I'm just going to speak for my community, the black community right now, where I know there's... We have a large... or Not a large, but a small number here as, uh, in SF. And so I don't want to put too much blame on my people, but y'all need to hurry up and get pricked. But again, like I said, what we when we read the uh, read the data last week too, Latinos were thirty six percent who are uh, unsure about the vaccination as well. Though I did see a lot 
of my Latin brothers and sisters waiting in line to get their COVID shots. So those yeah, numbers in Bayview, there's been 31,593 residents vaccinated. 31,000? Yeah, and so the estimated resident population is 37,000. So That's pretty good. Um, There's only how many, like 5,000 left unvaccinated. So that's great. That's making me feel better. And I think it's the fact that now that they're having them like on the parking lots and what have you, people are seeing it and like, you know, because it's a working class neighborhood. So people sometimes don't have time to go to the doctor or what have you. So if you're going to the store or Walgreens, hey, get your vaccine now. So that that does help. The Tenderloin has only 77% vaccinated. Treasure Island, 40 only 44% are vaccinated on Treasure Island. Wow. They have the lowest. I was reading something about Danville. Lakeshore. So what Dan, Dan, people Danville, not- some, you got some anti-maskers over there. Mm-hmm. I was just reading about that the other day. Uh, and I thought of you. <laughs> and I'm like, I was thinking, I know, I know Pam's happy to get out of here. So uh, where was that article? Yeah. Danville parents yes, divided by mask requirements. That's the one. Let them breathe. <laughs> parents advocate masks. <laughs> oh, my God. I love this. So if you guys don't ever listen to our show, and I'm sure you do, this is Pam's hometown. my hometown. As I'm eating foie gras yeah. that I bought on food stamps <laughs> and truffle brie. But she wears a mask at least. I wear a ma- I wore a mask inside Gus's. Hell, yeah, I did. Yeah. Safety of all. Let them breathe. <laughs> Parents advocate against masks for students in Danville. Danville, California. Ooh, you're making the national news. Danville, California. This is from KRO. And following an hour delay in Danville Thursday, Tuesday, the San Ramon Valley Unified School District Board of Education eventually held its first meeting of the new school year. Let them breathe. Let them breathe. Protesters are heard shouting. (laughs) Hey, everyone, I think we got the message, said board member Susanna Ordway. The board paused the start (laughs) of the meeting after some parents and educators refused to mask up themselves. They are upset with the school district's decision to follow local and state public health guidance, requiring everyone on campuses to wear masks indoors. We are against these mask mandates to let our children breathe, said Lorena Gamez. The Danville Police Department responded to the disruption, but no arrests were made. Boo. Superintendent John Malloy says the school district has to comply with Contra Costa's health service indoor mask mandate, adding through that at this time, the school district will not impose stricter restrictions. We do not, as much as we have heard otherwise, hold the authority to make a different decision, said Superintendent John Malloy. The parents who demonstrated are part of a national-wide grassroots movement called Let Them Breathe. You know they stole that from us, right? I can't breathe. Oh, my God. Ain't that a bitch? Let him breathe. Wow. Okay, please continue. Wow, that is white appropriation. Wow. Karen. Get your own shit. Karen. (laughs) Karen. I can't breathe is about police brutality. Oh my God. You can't breathe. Oh, can't. child. Let them breathe. <laughs> Let them breathe. They feel, they feel families should have the choice to send their students to class with or without a mask. 
They are almost everywhere else without a mask, and I would not be comfortable with them in class with a mask on, said parent Courtney Pronin. We're seeing tons of mental, physical, and emotional disorders from this, (laughs) said parent Matthew Paul. For me, a huge fear issue. When I go to the park, there are children that are even scared to walk near me. I've had friends or kids that have had anxiety attacks when their mask keeps falling off. This is a huge mental health problem, said Paris. Is this idiocracy? I swear this is idiocracy. School starts next week, and Superintendent Malloy said about 750 district students have chosen to start the year virtually, but the majority of the student body is returning for in-person instruction. Oh, my goodness. What the f- made-up bullshit was that? Let them breathe. Not only do you st- appropriate and steal, but you don't care about your goddamn kids. No kid is going to get anxiety from a mask, sweetheart. The anxiety that they'll get is, I don't know, if they're in a hospital bed. Danville sees back-to-back protests. Oh, God. A car caravan drove through the city Monday after hundreds marched through the streets on Sunday. This is Pam's hometown. This is this. <laughs> these are the most entitled white fucks Go that off. ever existed. I was made fun of in high school because I got a brand new Hyundai, a Hyundai Scoop, brand new car. But I got made fun of because it wasn't a BMW. These are rich, oh entitled assholes i thought that everything on 90210 i thought it was a reality tv show this was before reality tv shows i thought that was real i all the clothes i had were the same my esprit i was like i'm just i just can't wear the same other people have already seen like my entire life was shopping it is it is a bunch of rich white fucking entitled assholes it is all the money oh i still have that one that they have too much money and not enough talent and they're all gonna cry and if they're all perfect. They're and all going to die. They're all going to die. <laughs> they're literally going to die. Well, the, like, here's the thing, this? and that's the thing, is that we were saying this last time, is that the biggest unvaccinated population is white men over 40. Good, die. Get out of here. <laughs> Fucking get your misogyny, get your racism, get it out. What is a representational government, and we don't have it? How many white men? I know that we have like 8% women or so, 17, 12% women in the thing. We are, we are 52% of the population. We should be 52% of the government. It should be representational. I think that we should have our government absolutely represent the breakdown of people on uh, socioeconomics, like all the rich white men are in charge, all the rich white men, and we just keep letting it happen. It, it, and, and, but they're not representational of, of who we are. It, just It's the consolidation of wealth, and they keep consolidating it. And so what do we get? Well, I, I'm just, I'm so, I am actually appalled and offended. But not only, you're making up some whor- horseshit of an excuse of like mental like mental anxiety my child is anxious over a mask my child is so anxious oh my god what do they have to be anxious about you're a fucking rich person they can go in the refrigerator there's nine kinds of cheeses (laughs) no child needs to have like they're all they have everything they're so danville is so disgustingly wealthy it's gross and they feel entitled to it and they're the problem the reason that we don't have bart is that the rich people were like, they we don't want the riffraff. They in, don't want that city trash. We don't want the city trash. There's, that's why there's no Barton to Marin. That's why it doesn't go underneath the that, Golden yeah, Gate. I heard that. That's why, because Marin doesn't want our trash. They don't, because they all have cars anyways, and they're, they don't need public transportation. Even though we should all use public transportation to save the motherfucking planet, 
Oh, by the way, not is there just a COVID plague? Because now we've got a Delta and a Lambda, and people are still getting, things are going crazy, right? Lambda, lambda, we're also, lambda. we're in a drought. Don't forget, friends, and what's coming next? The fires. fires. <laughs> like, the world is falling apart on multiple levels. There's global warming. People are like, oh, it's so nice to rain. It's so nice in San Francisco. Like, wow. Yeah, because of global warming, dude. I just don't understand. How do you pull this out your ass about a, 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 a disease that could kill you, but you're worried about your child? I mean, it just like your child probably already has ADD and it's probably on pills, or maybe you don't spend enough time with your children and yeah. they're with Consuela, the uh, the maid, and instead of being with you because you're at the country club. Maybe you know, yeah, teach him how to meditate or something. Get I him mean, a, get him a fucking yoga instructor. I didn't read this story, oh, but oh, this yeah. one is. <laughs> yeah, let's we'll get to Danville, California. A car caravan protest took place Monday afternoon through the streets of Danville. <laughs> the demonstration came on the heels of a march in support of Black Lives Matter that drew hundreds Sunday. Well, that's interesting. That's good. Uh, as ABC7 reported, demonstrators took over the streets during the peaceful Wake Up Danville protest. On Monday, cars planned to wind through the streets from 12.30 to 2.30 during the protest, police said. The Danville Police Department said it had previously spoken with organizers and expected the demonstration to be a peaceful one. Extra staff were available as a precaution. As June 7th protests um, in Danville following George Floyd's death drew thousands. This is, is this Danville, California? It is this, wow. Was uh, this last uh, year? No, this is, this is, this is today. Oh. Well, we're getting oh, this? no. Oh, I'm sorry. This is super old. This is from 2020. 2020. Damn. Okay. We missed that story. What were they, were, were they protesting for Black Lives Matter, I matter think they're or pressing against. For. <laughs> when it's Danville, I'm just like, I'm sure that it's. Um, uh, it, that's such a weird. That's such a weird flex, though, for Danville because there are no black people. Like, I mean, there were in my high school class. There were four African American kids. One of them being Randy Wynn. There are. How do you spell his last name? Oh well, no, he's he's the baseball player guy. W Y N N. Yeah. Yeah, uh oh, that might be a relative. Yeah, he was a he. Because my last name's Wynn. Yeah, <laughs> Randy Wynn. Randy Wynn was a um, he was a, a baseball player on the Giants. He was he was a player on the on the uh, Seattle Mariners for a while, and then he came and played for the Giants. And he retired the year before they won the um, the year before they won the the, the championship. And um, okay. And now he he now he does sports news radio or not radio TV. And it's funny because I went to high school with him. He looks exactly the same. Oh, he spells his name different. We oh, he spells family. Different. Yeah. Um, no, he ain't. He ain't no relative. Gotcha. I, uh, um, yeah. So, <laughs> Danville. Yeah, Danville. That's that's. Let Danville. them breathe. Um, I, are you, have you been reading about the Andrew Cuomo? No, no. T t tell me. Uh, so he's uh the governor of New York, and um, he is. They basically. He's been accused of sexual harassment. Ooh, and, juicy. Yeah, and so, and I believe this came out last year, the story. Well, Letitia James, who I love, is the attorney general of, uh, of New York State, uh, this week came out and said that these women, 11 accusers. 11? 11 accusers, yeah. Um, basically, they're, they're saying that, you know, he, let me find, actually, it'll be, be better if I, Oh, you do? Well, 
So now what's going on is um, one of the journalists asked uh, Jim Crow, Joe Biden, our president, uh, if, you know, if he should be impeached. And Joe Biden's like, he should resign. So now the pressure oh. is for him to resign. But Cuomo, who is Mario Cuomo's son, if you know anything about Mario Cuomo, New, uh, New York politics, and he was also governor, um, basically he came out with some video. I would like to watch it after you read this, but he has this propaganda excuse. He came out with a, uh, uh, something on Twitter of because um, he's accused of touching and groping but he had some slides of biden and obama holding people comparing the two as like wow. but, yeah it it gets really it's getting so he messy was groping. we've got it's getting messy we've got the cuomo brothers report places uh, a report places a new spotlight on a unique relationship opinion governor cuomo you should resign Majority of New York Assembly members support impeaching Cuomo if he doesn't resign. Wow. Yeah. And now, mind you, we talked about him last year because he was also. I don't know if you if you remember the story about a lot of the bodies of uh, when they got hit hard during COVID. A lot of the nursing homes were mm -hmm. affected and like they kept bodies in a freezer and stuff oh. like that. And it was horrible. But they swept it under the rug. So now all these horrible things including that story along with this is coming out to bite him in the ass well those corporate democrats key findings of the andrew cuomo sexual harassment report um because i want to know what he did new york's democratic govern governor andrew cuomo sexually harassed 11 women and created a hostile work environment for women mm -hmm. report released tuesday by new york attorney general Letitia james love her the damning findings of her civil review into the harassment allegations have created a political firestorm around Cuomo after what has already been a scandal-plagued couple of months for the governor. President Joe Biden said Cuomo should resign. New York legislators of both parties vehemently condemned Cuomo's conduct and are contemplating whether further action should be taken against the governor. Cuomo denies the oh he denies the allegations and has does. shown no willingness to resign <laughs> over them. Here's what to expect next: a pattern of inappropriate behavior and toxic culture in the governor's office. The investigators said they found a pattern of inappropriate behavior by Cuomo, which included both unwanted touching and comments of a suggestive and sexual nature. All told, Cuomo harassed multiple women, both current and former staff members, and women outside of his office also reported harassment by the governor, the investigators said. The accounts of 11 women total were put forward in the report, some of them detailing allegations that were never before made public. The investigators said their claims were corroborated, corroborated <laughs> by other people interviewed, as well as contemporaneous evidence, like notes, emails, and texts written soon after the alleged harassment occurred. The report detailed a toxic workplace environment under Cuomo and said the environment allowed for his alleged harassing behavior to go overlooked. It also highlighted allegations, uh, alleged instances of retaliation against the accusers. <gasps> we are also to conclude that the executive chamber's culture, one filled with fear and intimidation, while at the same time normalizing the governor's frequent flirtations and gender-based comments, contributed to the conditions that allowed the sexual harassment to occur and persist, the report said. Numerous allegations of unwanted touching, 
Several women recounted to investigators unwanted touching by Cuomo. According to the report, one of them, a state trooper who served on Cuomo's protective detail, said that on one occasion, Cuomo ran his finger down her neck and back oh. while they were in an elevator. Creepy. On another occasion, he ran his hand from her belly button to her right hip while she was holding the door for him, according to the report. Another accuser, identified as Executive Assistant 1 in the report, told investigators Cuomo grabbed her buttocks during hugs and a, and, and a photo. The report also detailed an allegation previously reported by the Albany Times Union, an incident of the governor's mansion in which Cuomo allegedly touched under her blouse and grabbed her breast. A separate accuser referred in the report as state entity employee said Cuomo put his hand on, tapped, and then grabbed her buttocks while they were at a September 2019 event, according to the report. Wow, he's just touching the girls. He's just... A woman named Anna Ruch said Cuomo touched part of her back exposed by a cutout in her dress. The report said when he grabbed, when she grabbed his wrist to move his hands, he responded, wow, you're aggressive, according to the report. She was also photographed looking uncomfortable with Cuomo's <laughs> hands on her face. Uh, uh, wait. Let's look at the photograph. Okay, the back thing doesn't bother me too much. Oh, He's got his hands. That's the picture. Oh. oh no, that is like Oh. Cuomo made an unwanted advance toward a woman in 2019. Wedding oh. witnesses say. Yeah. The third woman, Anna Ruch, has accused Democratic New York Governor Andrew Cuomo of unwanted advances in 2019. The New York Times reported Monday adding to an escalating crisis facing the governor in the wake of two sexual. So now it's at 11. Um, but yeah, you can see he's, um, and he hasn't responded to any of this. Wow. <sighs> Cuomo then put both hands on Rook's cheeks. I heard him ask if he could kiss her. Rook's <laughs> friend said, I don't think she said anything, but she did definitely did not say yes. And then Cuomo proceeded to give her a big kiss on the cheek. <sighs> Rook told New York times, I was so confused and shocked and embarrassed. I turned my head and didn't have words in that moment, Rook toward the newspaper. That account was corroborated by Rook's friend who provided CNN with screenshots of text messages and two photographs from the time incident and described Rook as flustered and confused with her interactions with the governor. In the moment, it just felt aggressive, Rook's friend told CNN, and I was the friend who was there, and I said, are you okay? Oof. Oof. He's creepy. That is the elevator. It's just so uncomfortable. Oh, God. So uh, several of the accusers told investigators Cuomo made inappropriate remarks to them, including questions about their sexual histories, comments on their appearance, and calling them nicknames like sweetheart or darling. No. I no. call people sweetheart and darling all the time. Uh, I call people sugar tits, too, but usually boys. The, that, I mean, the thing is, though. So I'm joking, but because it's funny if you call a guy sugar tits, no? <laughs> I, think, I think it's funny. I mean, the sweetheart thing is a little bit, especially when you're in government and that high of office. Right, he's a, I forgot he's a governor. Yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot for a know, second that he was a governor. I mean, if ah. there, if, but here's the thing. Like, for me, I probably wouldn't care as much. And even, like, the one with, like, if he, if I, if, if I'm, like, the one uh, story of a woman with her back exposed and we're taking a picture, 
I don't find that as offensive, but the face and the elevator and, you know, I can take a lot, you know, to me, I'm flirtatious back, but to each their own. But the fact of the matter is he kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And these women were uncomfortable. And, and I bet you he probably said sugar tits. I mean, Pam, he's an old school Italian dude from New York who has a lot of power and comes from a family of power. Sugar tits, I'm sure, was on that list. Well, <laughs> I think that it's people were finally starting to recognize, like, look at the violence inherent in the system. They're finally sort of seeing misogyny and... At a wedding, I mean, that's kind of one thing, but in a workplace, if you're the governor, yeah. if you're the governor of the state and you're like calling people sweetheart, I mean, that's where it's like, maybe, maybe it's, they're just thinking like it's old school politics, like where you got to be like that. And like JFK got to fuck Marilyn Monroe or all the people or whatever. It's like, things are different now where I have to say to you though, and this is going to be this this is going to be an unpopular statement that I'm going to say. But also, if you don't feel comfortable with someone calling you that, you should also let someone know. Because people, unfortunately, men are docile children, and they don't get it all the time. And only it will escalate to a point where, well, if I can call her sweetheart, what else can I do? It starts at a certain level. But we can't be fearful of be like, you know, I'm sorry. I just don't feel comfortable with you, you know. I know we have this great rapport, but I just don't feel comfortable with you. Yeah, you got to set a boundary. Now, how would you, I mean, how do people in power respond to that? Would they, but that's another thing. You're fired. That's, another, that's the other part, too, you know. It, but there is, I mean, I've had to deal with people in power where it's just like, ah, you know, I don't feel comfortable with that, dude. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it's oh, my bad. Where there's an art to saying it, but there's also men like him. Obviously, he's pigheaded and we can tell because he doesn't re want to resign and he retaliated. So we already yeah, see he, what kind of person he is. He's not admitting to it. He yeah. Yet. So I mean, uh, he's, he might think he's in the right. I mean, that's the thing is that he's an old school Italian and it's like, Oh, he's not that old. I mean, he's 63 years old. He knows when you're better in charge men in charge and maybe in politics think they have the right, the entitlement mm -hmm. to do whatever they want with women. Because women are just objects. I mean, look at our president. He's just following our, our grabbing by the pussy. You know, like, wh where have we seen this? Where have we heard this before? So why why did we say nothing about Trump, but now we're... But that means we're growing, I guess, as a culture. That in 2016, we let that slide. And now we're like... No, they, those people let that slide. I think people on the other side, you know, because when those accusers of 45 came out... We were, you know, the press was trying to make a big story of it, but every day something was going on with him. So that story fell apart with all the, what, 25 accusers of 45? So people kept going after him, but there was so much that this evil person was doing. But, and that's on the right. Now we're dealing with the Democratic Party, which I'm kind of enjoying this a little bit. And the reason why, because there is a diff, there's, the Democratic Party has a big tent. These Andrew Cuomo is a corporate Democrat, which means mm. there's he's bought. He has a lot of power. There's money involved. Fuck, I'm going to pretend that I'm this liberal. You got to be careful with the neo neoliberal people. Um, and he's that he's kind of that essence of he's a capitalist. Yes. You know, yeah. On paper, I say these things, but come into my office, sugar tits. Yeah. Right. You know. It's the same thing as like, oh, I like, you know, I voted for Obama, but not in my neighborhood. You know, <laughs> it's kind of like the same thing 
where you you put you say these things to make yourself look good on paper. But I wonder. Wilma fires back and shows no intentions of stepping down. Uh-oh. I'm going to chew for a sec and keep talking. I will keep talking. <laughs> um, but here's something I also want to say about the Democratic Party, too. Sometimes we act too fast. I'm not talking about Cuomo. I'm talking more about the uh, Al Franken thing that happened a couple years ago where I think we acted too fast whereas there is an inappropriate picture of him looking like he was touching someone's boots but he did not actually touch someone's boots because at the time he was not in office and plus Al Franken was a comedian so but the Democratic Party decided to like oh Al Franken he pretended to grab someone's tits not no I mean and by the way the story goes she she found it funny and then years later came out and and by the way the woman that that was in the picture with him is some uh white right winger god Freudian slip um (laughs) but but with this it's you're seeing andrew cromo is much different i think he is part of the the power structure and the corporation and the power you know I wouldn't be surprised but, if he's been to Epstein's Island. I'm sure he, I'm has. Sure he has. I would not doubt that either. I'd like to see tits. the list. I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand how we got one pedophile. We were like, all right, Jeffrey Epstein, got him. Uh, and then he's dead. But how many people visited his island? We didn't Nothing get happening. We didn't get anything. They killed him. Yeah, yeah. It was like they didn't want it to get out. So it doesn't mean that those, now there's not like a new, some new you know, pedophile Jazeem, for the rich kind of Jazeem person. Maxwell's still alive, so she knows a lot. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Cuomo fires back and shows no intentions of stepping down. In a broadcast response released not long after the report was unveiled, Cuomo gave no indications he planned to resign. I want you to know directly from me, I never touched anyone inappropriately oh. or made inappropriate sexual advances, Cuomo said. I had sexual relations with that woman. He touted his cooperation in the attorney general's investigation, but repeatedly suggested it was biased and tainted with politics. While he's straight up denied some of the conduct, such as alleged groping incident in the governor's mansion office, he claimed other aspects of his behavior described in the report had been taken out of context. The governor's office interspersed within his statement photos of Cuomo hugging, kissing, and embracing various individuals. <laughs> I do kiss people on the forehead. I kiss people on the cheeks. I do kiss people on the hand, he said, while claiming his everyday interactions with New Yorkers were being unfairly weaponized. Cuomo claimed generational or cultural perspectives. He was still learning to understand and he vowed that we are making changes. In an 85-page document his office posted Tuesday responding to the allegations also included photos of the governor hugging or kissing prominent political figures, including Biden and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. So he's trying to be like, I kiss and hug everybody inappropriately. That's that? just the way I'm just Italian. I'm just an Italian man. I'm just an Italian old man. I just like to kiss and hug everybody. Where's me too? I, I, yeah, we're <laughs> I'm just, crickets. Uh, I'm just uh, just an Italian gay. Oh, is it because you donate to the Democratic Party? Me too. Is that why I don't hear you? Yeah, crickets. Well, this is. I, I'm I'm glad that you brought this all yeah. to my attention. More to come in the saga. More uh. to come in the saga. Well, what do we think is going to happen? Let's Nostradamus this out. Overwhelming evidence. We, we've got 11 women. Is anything going to happen? What do you think? I, I don't is know. Is he rich enough? I mean, he's the governor. Yeah. And so the thing is it going to go away? 
Well, he's kind of the guy, like, he gives me mob boss. I'm sorry, I'm stereotyping, guys. But he gives me mob boss vibes where, like, I got dirt on you, I got dirt on you, <laughs> and you and you. I will fuck everything up and blow this motherfucker up. I just get that vibe, so... Yeah. It's really devastating, <laughs> Honig said, later adding, we didn't hear anything from the governor about a very well-supported allegations of retaliation mm -hmm. against some of these women who came forward. <gasps> I think he, the motherfucker is guilty, but I think he's too... Obviously, the investigators also reviewed 74,000 pieces of evidence, <laughs> including notes, emails, and other communications memorializing the allegations. So these women have been, like, what's the word for it? Um when you're, they, they've checked their sources. Mm -hmm. They're not, they, they're credible sources. They know they're credible. They know their That's stories are credible. They have actual evidence. They've brought it and he has not responded. Even the, even the attorney general said, you know, it's credible, but he, I don't think he's gonna go. Down. Can Cuomo survive? Two days report was damning and Cuomo's response showing a video montage of the governor kissing and touching the faces of men and women, <laughs> young and old, is certain to have made matters even worse. <laughs> The political question is whether a defiant Cuomo can survive his political allies' varnish, vanish. If he chooses to seek a fourth term next year, oh my God, he's going to run again. <laughs> it's like the not ego. only, it's like everyone's like, resign, resign, resign. He's like, nah, you know what? I'm going to run for a fourth time. Babagool. What is it? It's Gabagool. Babagool. Oh my God. Oh He's crazy. God. National Democrats dump Cuomo. All right, good. Dump him. Legal consequences. Yeah, send him. To, I guess can't, you can't be sent to jail for sexual harassment, can you? No. I'm sure there's more than sexual harassment going on. I bet you there's some payoffs and some other. I'm, oh. I'm thinking this story is going to get grimier and grimier. We're just hitting the surface. So yeah. I think something big is about to come. I mean, this is big. But I also think that he has dirt because his political power and his family's power over the years. Right. So he knows stuff. He knows stuff. I think he knows. I bet. I'm still. I'm going to bring it back to Epstein when we close this up. Only they all know something about it. Thank you. They all know I something agree. about Epstein. They got rid of that guy. But you don't think that the rest of the infrastructure still isn't in place? It's mm -hmm. like, I don't know how the. They make us forget all the time about what happened. And the thing, and they're not talking about Ghislaine Maxwell, who was uh, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, uh, girlfriend for the longest, because she was the groomer one, helper the lady. The groomer yeah. helper, yeah. So she knows a lot. Well, is she around? Did she? Go oh to yeah, jail? they arrested her. They arrested her, and they're keeping. They're making sure she doesn't kill herself too, um, because she has a lot, and she also she also had uh, address books of things. Oh my God, they're gonna kill so, her so soon. But I, I, this is that's an. I think they're probably gonna get rid of her. Just I just the world is so crazy. I don't know how they brainwash us into not seeing what's really happening. But I think a lot of it is just circumstance like we've got the covid this we've got the covid plague a rockin plague a rockin we've got california's in a drought we've got isms crazy we've got crazy weather shit happening all over the place global warming's destroying us like Human gas prices are crazy no, i don't i don't drive a car food is fucking oh, expensive things are it's like and then what is going to happen i mean woo Oh, and let's not forget the uh, moratorium. Is that, that I pronounce moratorium? That? Moratorium. 
that ended, but they extended it till September thir- uh, 30th. Well, Why not do it to the end of the year? That, but also, um, San Francisco, if you do have a small business and you did have a rent, a rent moratorium, uh, London Breed has put out a zero uh, interest loan that you can get through the city for up to $100,000 to help you with your balloon payment if you if you took a moratorium during that during the during the time. So look into that with the city. I luckily don't have to do that. I actually sent back the loan. I have no loans anymore. Um, we're on all it. on the up and up. We've got the cash in the in the bank. Things are fine. Um, Radio Comedy Festival coming up October 10th through 16th. All outdoor venues except for OMG. So I'm trying to stay with the times, man. If it's all moving outdoors, that's cool with me. Mm-hmm. Until the rainy season. Until the, yeah. <laughs> well, um, but we did it. God, we didn't ever, we didn't cancel any shows um, last year when we were doing them outside. Oh, because we didn't have any rain. We didn't right. have any rain, <laughs> at least on a Wednesday. There was one day it was super windy and a little bit wet, but people stayed out. It was like, all right, you fucking troopers. <laughs> you can join me tonight at Asiento, 7.30, every Wednesday. It's a really funny show. It's a really great lineup tonight, too. And tomorrow, uh, The Bar on Dolores, 29th and Dolores, 7 o'clock show. Also, amazing lineup. I have Clay Newman from L.A. and Drea Myers of... Barry of fame. Friday here at the station, 14 people allowed to be inside with masks. We got some open mic comedy contest. You get to be a judge. And Saturday at 2 o'clock, I will be at Atlas Cafe doing the Titans of Comedy. Another great afternoon show outside, socially distanced, super fun. Keeping it safe. Yay. Yay. All Um, right. Cuomo, good luck, brother. <laughs> I'm super. I, I love, wonder I'm, what his wife thinks. Oh my God, she's known. Of course she. Uh, well, like, it's just it's just embedded. It's just embedded misogyny. Like this is very like, you know, the, Mad Men kind of stuff. That's like, what they the, mentioned. Yeah, they mentioned exactly. And it's like, oh look at this. It's like the fifties when you get to touch everybody's boobs and you get the cute you get the cute secretary of Sue Kim fucker, right? That's what she does. I she still, types and fucks. No, I still don't hear jobs. Time's Up or Me Too though. Yeah, I'm. It's, it's gonna. Good luck, Cuomo. I hope you've got a good lawyer. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, someone's. <laughs> Fuck I, you, no, Cuomo. Yeah, no, let you, reti- you, 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 you. See, now I'm stereotyping. Let me yeah. stop. Uh, well, here we were on uh, the Alta Class cast slash some call me Tim. Uh, coming up next, I'm gonna be training oh. Matt, and uh, we'll we'll be playing some music, and it's gonna be a fun time. So, hope to see everybody later. Catch you later. Catch you later, dude. Dude, bye. Bye. Business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has.
You're listening to Mutiny Radio .fm and .sf. Here, uh, the Gates of Delirium training, hanging out, learning the ones and twos, and how it all works.
Well, hello. We are back again. Hello. We are Claudia. And I'm the loaf. <laughs> and, uh, wow, there goes my mic stand. Um, yeah, how's it going, everybody? Tonight we're bringing you our presentation of Jamaican Honky Tonk. First hour is Jamaican classic reggae, dance hall, some ska thrown in there. We got all kinds of fun stuff for you. Yeah, we even traveled across the pond over to check out some, uh, we're going to check out some of that, uh, two-tone ska that kind of weaves into it as well. And the second hour is all going to be honky-tonk, country and, country and western. And <laughs> both kinds. Both kinds. American <laughs> folk and uh, a little bit of rockabilly. I think I kind of figured like the, the rockabilly and the, like, the ska are kind of the same thing. Like, oh, you got the, the roots of it and then like this, you know, very specific. Fun dance to. Fun, fun, fun to dance to kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, Jamaican honky-tonk. Welcome, welcome to the party. It's um, funny when, you know, when you first uh, suggested this, my, my initial reaction was like, wait, what? <laughs> but uh, the more I thought about it, the more it really makes sense. It's just like really down-home folk music. It's all folk music, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Let's what did we play there? What, what did we play there? <laughs> we played, yeah, right? There was, there was a, the in-crowd started us off with Mango Walk. Um, off this uh, Darker Than Blue compilation we got. Uh, also off that one was Al Brown, Ain't No Love in the Heart of the City. I know what Al's talking about there, you know what I mean? And then we uh, moved over to um, this really great uh, record uh, of Claudia's uh, The Rise of Jamaican Dancehall Culture, volume something or other. And uh, we did, what was it off that? It was um, The Guns, a uh, song about guns uh, yeah. and gun violence. And then we followed that up with... Uh, Black Uhuru. It was uh, another song about guns. Yeah, oh, yeah. Youth of Eglinton. They're one of my favorites. Um, I listened to them a lot a long time ago, but it's hard to remember because I was 22 and <laughs> smoked a lot of weed and was listening to reggae. But I remember them being one of my favorites, though. And they're, they're still great to listen to, for sure. And we finished up that set with a Scatolite. 